Ezra Fox, our fans made you watch Die Hard 2, a movie about an L.A. police officer. Oh, no, he's an NYPD officer, right? He is uh, an LAPD in, officer. LAPD. In this one, he's L.A. In and the first in one, he was in New York. He moved to be with his wife. But in the third yeah, one, he's NYPD again. Yeah, it didn't work out with him. Oh, God damn it. So which I should I say I'm, here? I'm worried about that marriage, Hero man. cop. <laughs> I mean, like, you yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> so, Ezra... <laughs> I don't think New York is an important Our part of it. Our fans made you watch Die Hard 2, a movie about a bi-coastal police officer <laughs> who manages to always find himself in a, in a bit of trouble around the holidays. What is your major compliment for Die Hard 2? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like alternate tagline for this movie was just like, cop has shitty Christmas again. Yeah. <laughs> Starts to wonder if um, it's him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He um, does start to wonder if it's him. After two Christmas Eves in a row, you have to be yeah. like, there is one common factor here, and it's He's me. He's too good at uh, noticing. I think, I think the, my compliment for this movie is, I think it supports my, um, my theory of naked, sweaty guy, not a good guy. Um, <laughs> because once again, uh, like, like we had with, uh, with uh, Sting, I guess, in... Um, um in dune, dune. Yeah. um yeah we got an introduction of uh of a naked sweaty guy doing some kind of like you know karate-ish moves uh and uh he was very naked and very sweaty and really not a good guy Didn't so like we I, see... I, think... I don't i hate to disagree with his theory with the obvious there were some fans that thought there were some other things that 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 they they had some other options for this for naked sweaty guys yeah yeah sometimes they're good but I the key is naked because the, the rock is oiled up but he's rarely naked Rarely. I was trying to think. Yeah. Maybe there was some like Schwarzenegger stuff where he was both naked and sweaty, but actually good. Oh, but it's always confusing if he's good or bad. You know, like like Terminator yeah. is kind of both, and like Jingle All the Way, he's he's kind of both. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> even when he's good, he's not good. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Didn't we watch a, um, a Jean Claude Van Damme flick where it opened with him naked doing the splits in the morning on like two heaters? Oh, yeah, but arguably, Jean-Claude Van Damme in uh, Bloodsport was a source of cultural disruption for all of Hong Kong. Um, Yeah. I I just, I I, want to think that sometimes sweaty naked guys are good. Like, if one just shows up in your life unexpected, probably not good. Yeah, it's not really. You want some warning. Yeah, it's a weird stocking stuffer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's about context. Chris, why don't you go next? Stuff our stockings. (laughs) With your major compliment. Oh, yeah. Um, so my compliment for Die Hard 2, Die Harder, is uh, that it's impressive, even in the 90s, how much automation there was at the airport. I mean, you go back behind any sort of customer service door, and there is nobody working at that airport. Like, he has to go back and fight some soldiers. There's nobody working the luggage. It's all robots. Yeah, you know, a lot of robots. He goes, uh, a lot of access hallways with nobody in them. Uh, you know, it's just a lot of infrastructure. Uh, that's largely self-sustaining and never makes mistakes, it's, which is why I love airports. Especially Dulles. Yeah, especially Dulles. <laughs> Known for the accuracy <laughs> of their baggage delivery. <laughs> There's uh, one thing you can count on. I love it. I, I'm going to go next. My major compliment is that uh, sometimes the bad guys in movies like this are just like 
inexplicably terrible at shooting guns, which is like their sure. main job. Oh, they're so yeah. bad at it. Uh, yeah, the, the, the stormtrooper problem. Yeah, the stormtrooper problem, exactly, right. right. Except in this movie, there is a moment where they have to toss grenades into the cockpit of a plane with the window blown out. Okay, four guys yes. go three for three in grenade basketball shots into that cockpit. It was Oh, incredible. you practiced that, though. Yeah, Army, I... Army practices that hard. But the problem is their timers were set to like two minutes. Yeah, that, well, that was so, a mistake. Clearly, like, so Bruce, give Die Hard a lot of time to run away is not the right setting on a grenade. <laughs> yeah. Also, I didn't know he was named Die Hard. That oh, makes yeah, yeah, so yeah. much yeah. more sense. Of course he is. Oh, um, that's Mr. Hard to you. Well, the other thing that's nice about this, Alex, though, is they the rest of them, they're, explic- they're explicably bad at shooting people, right? It's a major plot point that they're, well, that they're bad at shooting. That is true. Or that does b- come bad up. at hitting people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that, I just, I, like, as opposed to the Stormtroopers, I was like, Look at you guys. Not one of you missed. That's a tough grenade lob. I was really well, impressed. The guy who misses yeah. has to buy drinks. <laughs> right. <laughs> slash get blown yeah. up. Right. Slash no, in watching shrapnel out of his leg. Yeah. Simpkins. In, in watching that scene, I got stressed out thinking of myself as one of those dudes who's like, yeah, I'll just, I'll chuck a grenade too. Totally going to do it. I'm not worried about my throw at all. Everything's going to be fine. Do you know how high up in comparatively small an airplane cockpit window is it's, from the ground? It is. And it's like, it's like the, um, those, those basketball games at a carnival where the hoop is actually not not round. Oh, it's, it's not regulation. Yeah. 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 No, it's good throws. Good I love throws. the, the- the carney, the carney, like right in front of that cockpit, is like, oh, step right up, really easy. Toss the grenade, kill Die Hard right here. Win step right a giant up. panda for your woman. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a peach pit, uh, like a, a peach basket, also right next to it, where it's just like they're spring loaded. But he tries, you get the first one and making it the second. The whole, but. The, the whole plane blows up, and the guy was like, well, actually, you just get this little action figure. You can trade up to the big panda. Yeah, yeah and if you get three one? pandas, you can trade it in for a Latin American general. <laughs> <laughs> Not racist, guys. Haven't seen oh, the movie. No. That's part of the movie. That is. That's an exchange rate that used to exist. Yep. Yeah, pandas to gen- Latin American general. That was legit. <sighs> world Bank made some mistakes. Just, <laughs> just world, that. world, come, man. S- since we mentioned the the uh, calling him Die Hard, which I love and I subscribe to, uh, <laughs> my friend Christian Ricketts, who's a great comic, has this thing about how his dad not only refers to Bruce Willis's character in Die Hard as Die Hard, but just Bruce Willis in general as Die Hard. <laughs> so he'll see another movie and he'll be like, so Die Hard is really sad in this movie. <laughs> like, Die Hard got sick early on in the movie. Yeah. Okay. So Die Hard... Wait, so Die Hard was dead the whole time? Yeah, exactly. Wait. It turns out Die, Die Hard... Hard can't drink water? <laughs> what, what's going on? Exactly. Uh, so I wonder what Die Hard thinks of his ex-wife's new, hu- new husband-boyfriend. Yeah. Die Hard and G.I. Oh, yeah. Jane. Why don't you go now? Why don't you go your major compliment for Die Hard 2? Uh, my compliment is that the this... So it's been a warm winter, as everyone knows. <laughs> Haven't had a lot of that white stuff. And by that, I do mean snow from the sky, not cocaine. <laughs> and, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, because it was a warm winter. And, what else are you going to do? And this movie has beautiful historical snow. Like, the flakes are so <laughs> big and luscious. And they're just... It's always snowing. I, I in my notes I wrote compliment snow porn. <laughs> yeah, Tanya does love it when it snows. Like she'll just oh, push yeah. her face up against glass and just watch the snow. Like, yeah, I will. Like a little puppy. As long as they'll let me. You, you guys got to roll the windows you. down if she wants to go out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was I was blissing out every time they were outside. I was like, mm, that's how it used to snow. Yeah, that and Little Women. Oh yeah. You love yeah. snow and Little Women. No, in the movie Little Women, there's oh. some good snow. I was going to mm. say, like, I think you're being kind of weird about these women's sizes. <laughs> yeah. 
Nope. I, I like my snowflakes big and my women tiny. Y'all ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are that great podcast about bad books, movies, TV, and stuff, and sometimes super fun things. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, let's get going with it. Stack them, pack them, and rack them. Now move. <laughs> I love Fred Thompson as the air, airport Fred boss. As everything except the senator from Tennessee. But, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> Uh, it's weird to stack them first and then pack them. Yeah, well, what? then you rack what you packed. Oh, wait, how would you guys do this? I would think you'd have to pack them first and then you would stack them in a rack. No, because you, you make a stack yeah, you and pack, you pack it rack. to keep the stack in a stack and then you Oh, you put the, the whole stack into a pack? Yeah. Oh, that's Jack. <laughs> but how many pickled peppers? <laughs> also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter and Instagram. Also in our Brooklyn, New York studios, it's Tanya Smith. Honey, it's the 90s, remember? Microchips, microwaves, faxes, airphones. <laughs> A lot of Airphones. All this technology making all this stuff possible. Hey guys, you as, as far as I'm concerned, progress peaked with frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> hey, that, that was a great thing. Is how he was like, I'm kind of anti-technology at the beginning of the movie, and then it never comes up again. No, yeah. did because he made a he made a fax. He did make a fax, and he grumbled about it. And the then whole he like time. taught us about what faxes are like consisting of, which was kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. I also, it. he went back to the blueprints on things. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of old school. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, he went to the way. airport troll for some information, which is very old school. Ah, oh, love that troll. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. That guy does not really have a job cleaning anything, right? <laughs> no, Am I right? No. Yeah. No, he's also, just union. Also joining us, you guys. <laughs> He's at, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. He's not on Twitter very often. He's Ezra Fox. <laughs> got a new SOP for DOAs from the FAA. Oh. What, what's the new yeah. SOP? Um, WTF? Is it status quo? I don't know. What S- SOP must be a real thing. It's standard operating standard procedure. procedure yeah. Oh, yeah. so this is real, except from coming from the FAA. That was probably a lie. Well, I don't know if the FAA does that. They don't actually care how you deal with uh, fingerprints on uh, you know, for for dead people. Um, yeah, yeah. No. I, can't ima- <laughs> I can't imagine they have a policy on fingerprinting dead people. The, the F isn't for fingerprints. fingerprints. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the A but- is afterlife. Association. <laughs> fingerprints after uh, fingerprints afterlife association. Yes, that's yeah, it's, that. like, it's like Rotarians for corpses. <laughs> it's click, that classic <laughs> click. You guys, it's a super host episode because it is our Yay! holiday episode. So we are holiday. like at, for the holidays. As you try to be all all together for the holidays. This is episode number three hundred and twenty-two. Tell your friends. We have now done as many episodes <laughs> as the number of commercial airports in the United States. What? What? I know. That is the best coincidence ever. Oh my god! I feel like we have to untether Chris so he can go run in circles. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I'm so happy about it, you guys. Uh, I also found TravelMath.com ranked all of them based on some government data, like delays and taxi availability and stuff. So if you're curious, the number one commercial airport in the United States is Canyonlands Field in Moab, Utah. Which only has what? four Utah Airways flights, and which explains why it's so nice. Yeah, what oh. about like major airports? Um, if you're looking at over flights. fifty thousand, then the best yeah. airport number one is SLC. If you want, if you push oh. it to over seventy-five thousand flights, SeaTac. Last oh, place oh, is Newark, 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, that airport sucks. Specifically, that Ruby 2. But oh, God, the, the Ruby 2. <laughs> Closing in on it, though, at number 320 out of 322, <laughs> Dulles in Washington, D.C., Oh, Possibly because, because of that of... time in the 90s when they blew up a lot. I think it is <laughs> their terrible policing displayed in today's topic. Die Hard 2. Die Harder. The thing yeah. is... Uh, even more. They, uh, back in the habit. The thing is... <laughs> well, the thing is, it's not actually called Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Die Harder is the, like, the tagline of the movie, but not actually the official title. Oh, really? Yes, this was a Wikipedia fight that I know I fell into by trying to read the page, but apparently people are <laughs> upset about this. But it's just called Die Hard 2 is the name of the movie, and Die Harder oh. Oh. was just the tagline that they put huge on the posters, which is too bad, because it is really the best name for a sequel besides the squeakquel. Um, yeah. Die Hard 2, Die Harder is just really on the nose. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still an Everybody Mambo fan and a Back in the Habit yeah. fan, but Die Harder, mm-hmm. I got mad props. Everybody Mambo is not actually a sequel movie, right? That's just a thing we say? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, my brain has kind of cooked a little bit. Everybodymambo.com. <laughs> I don't think we want to put up the money for that this time. You guys, this is our holiday episode. <laughs> and so chosen by a vote of our generous and wonderful and eccentric meat buddies. Wait, it already exists. Of, of course it does. Let's not oh, look good. at the internet. <laughs> it's Japanese, I think. Breads, we thank you. Our Meat Buddies voted on this. Who They picked Die Hard 2 as our Christmas movie by one vote over Love Actually. Also, yep. they narrowly beat out Jingle All the Way, which came in third. Or Jingle All the Way 2, sorry, starring later the cable guy. And then, uh, in a distant zero votes, I'll Be Home for Christmas, starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I don't know how you guys didn't yeah. pick that. That's like... Well, actually, it was tied for last place with Newark Airport. Um, <laughs> Alex, was this your movie? Did you pick Die Hard 2, Die Harder more? I nominated, a bu- I put a bunch of movies into the hopper, but it was just based on like, mm. I was finding lists of like eccentric I holiday think, movies. I think I voted for this. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm i kind of into it. Uh, I yeah. really wanted to watch I'll Be Home for Christmas starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You guys. Well, you still can. Sorry, right? bro. Still exists. I might. Sorry, yeah, I might. bro. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I'm still going to watch Love Actually later. <laughs> If you guys want to force us to watch the holiday topic of your choice, or if you just want to be involved in future votes of topics, go to read-sweep.com, sign up on the mailing list. Uh, just the Meat Buddies get to vote, so you can go to read-sweep.com slash Meat Buddies to become a sponsor. Chris, would you please summarize yeah. uh, this movie in the style of Fred Thompson, former senator from Tennessee, speaking to all the airplanes in your vicinity? All right. Uh, first, you've got to tell them, hell them, and uh, pell them. <laughs> Pelham, one, two, three. Take yeah, it. Pelham, take it. Take it. Uh, so uh, here we go. Uh, you know, we're here at Dulles Airport, the busiest airport in the entire land. One of the worst, sure. And at the holidays, one of the very worst. But something special happened here. Uh, that is, we got visited by hero cop John McClane. The hero who saved Nakatomi Tower, or Nakatomi Plaza, in... Uh, in L.A., the New York cop, who's now an L.A. cop, who's here in D.C. to meet his wife, who's also heading to D.C. from business trip. Uh, but this guy, Bruce Willis, John McClane, diehard himself, notices some guys who are suspiciously ex-military in the airport. And these guys, they're wearing dark colors. They're up to some, some hijinks, some shenanigans, as it were. All right. These guys are working for the aforementioned naked sweaty guy himself, Colonel Stewart, 
who's trying to recapture this uh, cocaine military general from uh, Honduras, General Esperanza, who's uh, being brought to trial in the U.S. And these guys, they're working for him. They want him to get away. So Bruce Willis is going to fight for truth, justice, and the American way versus traitors and soldier guys. Uh, The bad guys take over control of my airport, of Dulles Airport. They take tower control away, runway control away. They have the radios. They tell all the planes, you can't land, you can't take off. We are in hold. Of course, the terminal is crazy with all these people, you know, trying to be, uh, trying to get home for the holidays and all that. This is before 9-11, so you got all, all these interlopers in the gates. It's madness. It's madness. <laughs> but you can, Bruce br- you can bring coffee right up to the gate. It's bananas. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you? You can smoke a cigarette inside a special room in the airport. All right. So the bad guys, they have the whole airport hostage. And John McClane says, I saved Nakatomi Plaza. I can help you. And the airport people and the cops say, thanks, but no thanks, Hollywood. So what he does is he works behind the scenes, and he gets in action scenes in the back rooms of the airport. Uh, back shooting scenes? Ga- Backshin scenes uh, <laughs> in, in, in the luggage conveyor or in the, the service corridor or uh, in an abandoned wing of the airport after a SWAT team has been there and been mowed down by the bad guys. Um, there's a kooky janitor that helps him out. Um, and, but the baddies, you know, they're imposing. They're super ruthless. Um, and, you know, I think they're probably going to get away with it. But then the army comes to help out. And the army has an elite counterterrorism squad. They're going to get it. The bad guys actually have camped, ju- like, out in the neighborhood just near the airport where they're controlling everything. The army raids Basically that like place. Basically like an Airbnb in an old abandoned church. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Terrorist that's right. Airbnb. Where do you yeah, do comes your Yeah, comes with rentals. Yeah. Airbnb. Yeah, it's like I like the listing is like with with up to five getaway snowmobiles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, they're just behind the the tarp. Yeah. So the, the bad guys oh. flee the army because the army has them surrounded on three sides. The bad guys use the back door after a leave. crazy shootout, right, Chris? That's right. Except, turns out the army's in cahoots with the bad guys. The army was shooting blanks the whole time. Oh man! It turns out the yeah. whole army uh, they didn't want to have any more kids. Yeah, <laughs> so that that does. So, McLean works with uh, the shouty cop from NYPD Blue, and he's going to go chase down the baddies. And so he gets on the snowmobile, and he gets in some shooting fights on the snowmobiles. He gets in a news chopper and lands on the wing of the plane as they're taking off, and he gets in a fist fight on a moving plane. And then uh, he falls off the plane, but he pops the gas cap, so there's, it's leaking gas. He throws his lighter on the trail of jet fuel. The whole plane blows up. Big fireworks. Also, that is the flare that allows the pl- uh, planes who've been circling, because none of the planes could land during this whole time, now they can land from the safety of the burning bodies of the bad guys. <laughs> so Christmas is out okay for everyone. Yeah, oh, and McLean, his wife has been up in the air the whole time, so the whole thing is he's like, you know, let me help, let me kill some bad guys, and they're like, no. And he's like, my wife is up there. And he, they're like, well, you can help us kill some bad guys. You can kill, you can kill some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not all of these them. These bad guys over here, we'll save these for you to kill. The other yeah, bad yeah. guys... <laughs> yeah. M- meanwhile, his wife gets to, like, um, uh, suppress, like, a, 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 I guess, a, a, a news reporter? An investigative yeah, just, reporter. Just Early cable news reporter. There is a subplot you don't need to pay attention to. Yeah. That's I on that plane. liked it. <laughs> <laughs> about the lamestream media and how they're trying to cover this thing yeah 
Anyway, yeah. so John McClane saves Christmas, not just for his wife and not just for the planes that are in the sky, but for all the travelers in America who are trying to get to and from their families at this busy time. And he does so with extreme prejudice. And that is Die Hard 2. Die really, really, really hard. (laughs) I will say, if this were in the style of somebody talking to the planes during this movie, it would be like, everything's fine. Go about your normal stuff. Just don't land ever, never land. There was an explosion. That is incidental. Everything's fine. Just keep circling. It's fine. Just keep flying. Just keep flying. (laughs) (laughs) We're just having a great time at the airport. Don't come here, please. 32 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia. (laughs) We are all having tea. You're not invited. Please circle above. Yeah. Well, you. I, so I kind of want to do this, like, as our main. It's obviously not hates exactly, and it's probably not. Mm, pure. I have some hates. You, okay. Well, so but they're like. They're. I think it's all sort of mollified by. So let's focus on this because we did watch Die Hard about a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. I want to sort of. It should have been for Christmas, right? No. Last. I don't think it was our Christmas episode last year, was it? No. It was with. Uh, it was in the summer. It was with, it was Luke. with Luke. Yeah, Mr. Burbank. Yeah. Um. All right then. So. But let's do this. Let's do a hand raise. Is this? Did this live up to the Die Hard name for you? How like uh, is this the Empire Strikes Back of the series, or is this the episodes no. one through three of the series? I think this well, is also no. somewhere in the middle. What me. does the Die Hard name mean to you, Alex? I was just. I just mean like, is it as fun as the first movie? The first movie, mm. he suffers through so much, and he's so like disgruntled about having to do all this stuff. He's such a reluctant hero, and here he's a little bit more of a superhero. Yeah, he's sw- he's sort of like. switched from like guy who got trapped and had to do this, otherwise he would die, to like I'm an invincible cop who just runs into every situation, and I can jump from a moving well, plane and like. Just- I mean, bureaucracy is still frustrating to him. Though. <laughs> true. Chain of command is still annoyed. Yeah, that's his weakness. <laughs> so yeah. I guess, let's do this though. Parking let's do tickets. yours is not a very good sequel. Because that'll encompass a lot of things. You could do some hates okay. in there, uh, or you can just focus on the difference from the first one to the second one. How does that work? Yeah, sounds great. I can, I can live with that. Please. All right. So, Chris, well, you sounded like you had some issues. So, oh, I have. So, the biggest, the single biggest issue with this is the terrorist planning. Now, on paper, Ooh. terrorists do a pretty darn good job planning this thing of holding all the planes in the sky hostage and you know because they can disable the runway they can disable all this stuff they can force the planes through their protocols to stay in the sky they even change the ground elevation calibration and a plane thinks it's landing and then crashes into the ground i mean they do some stuff but here's the thing they they fail to realize and in fact nobody realizes is that if you're a plane and you're above dc and you're circling and you're low on fuel there's another airport in D.C. you can land at, uh, which is Washington National, now Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Reagan National. There's also uh, Baltimore. Oh, but how's the commute away. from there to, like, uh, that's probably be annoying for traffic. You know, it is a 35-minute drive from Dulles to Reagan on Google Maps. Um, it's and not, it's, not worth it. It's yeah. a 45-minute drive so it's like to like a $100 cab. Yeah, but at the mm-hmm. same time, if this plane is, I mean, like, also, they're like, we can't get to another airport to get this transmitter to the I'll FFA. take my chances about Florida. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think going. they could just put Dulles. an intern in a car, and half an hour later, the, nah. the FAA would know everything that's going on. I mean, like, they just... I, well, no, you have I to mean, take a Chris, super shuttle over there or something, yeah. and that's like a four-hour <laughs> wait. And, yeah, yeah and but Chris, you're... cars are actually much more dangerous. It's true. <laughs> it's also, like... totes not going to get blowed up real bad, or, you know? <laughs> or you just go... 
to a payphone and make a phone call to the airport, and you tell them, hey, something else is up. It like, is weird that they don't have that phones. Is... That was a little Oh, strange. wait. Actually, that's funny. It's not that yeah. they don't have cell phones, because like, there are many movies that were before cell phones that could be solved with cell phones. This isn't that. This is this movie presupposes that there is a space-time bubble around Dulles, it and is. that there are that's no other airports point. that could possibly help them out in their time of need. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. I would say, though, like, so great point. Uh, keep making them. But I, um, it's it, the, so that that's true. Uh, but that's more about the, ba- the the terribleness of the good guys. The bad guys did a really solid job. Like when when we found out that the oh, sure. that whole yeah. department of the military was secret. Mm-hmm. That whole platoon was secretly with the terrorists. I was yeah, like, was a good fix. I almost feel bad for them for lo- that they lose because like that was a long process of getting guys who were all working together in this earlier war and you're communicating with them and then they have to make sure they're the team that responds to this call and i mean it's just a lot of really impressive planning and so like they couldn't have anticipated that diehard would be at the airport that night like i mean yeah yeah no actually i i the thing is alex i think they could shake it off right because like like that's basically it's just it's a bad beat right like that like like yeah right like just diehard happened to like like catch like a, a river card or something like that, and like it, it should have like bad guys should have won. Like they did everything yeah. right. Like I feel like they should feel pretty good about themselves on the I, whole. Yeah. Are you basically giving a locker room speech for the bad guys right now? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like listen, bad guys. Look, you yeah. tried real hard. It's it's a rebuilding year for us at <laughs> Bad yeah. Guy Tech. Don't be we so suck. focused on outcomes. Focus on what you can control and everything yeah, you did. Right process. Was on I think that's what right we want track. to focus on. Uh, You know, we did a I'm, great job. Yeah, any Eddie. given diehard, anything can happen. <laughs> Eddie, I know you were you were struggling with that grenade toss earlier this year, but you look at that, you nailed through. it. Four, yeah. six yeah. times Holy in a row. Yeah. Stop like, crying. They, pick your pick yeah. yourself up. Come on. Your nading percentage was through the roof. You know, you've had a lot of <laughs> progress this season. You have a lot to be proud of. Yeah. And <laughs> radar tech doing his job great. Yeah. You know, looking mm-hmm. at the screens, running all the ops. Yeah, yeah look, it it took it took like a like uh, a Christmas miracle for the second time around, which is astronomical odds. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And and like a, a, a airport troll to defeat them. Yeah. yeah. Like that's it's, what were the, what were the odds that? that invincible cop and an airport troll would be at the same place that you at the I same would have time taken that, that bet, man. Yeah. I bet eight. on you guys ten times. <laughs> <laughs> you always one an eight. So about seven times out of eight, we win that match. I think so. You know? <laughs> Is it uh, so? I think sort of yours is not a very good sequel when everything is there's steam coming out of everything. You guys know sure. there's a lot of steam coming out of this airport. Where is all the steam coming I, from? Is this a steam powered airport? Is this a steampunk airport? That would yeah, be sweet. Yeah, there was a lot of it, it was a supple airport, that was for sure. <laughs> yeah, everything in <laughs> well, also, you know, here's the thing is on the east coast, there is a lot of steam heating that's used in large buildings because it's a very efficient way to heat a lot of uh, a lot of places. I'm gonna guess so, Dulles was never steam heated. I don't know. I, I'm gonna actually piggyback off that, Alex. I think yours is not a very good uh, sequel when it doesn't become steampunk version of itself. <laughs> so, like. If we had a steampunk airport troll, that would have been way better. Oh, yeah, right. Like if you had like like those like cool like little like uh, inventor like glasses goggles where they have like different like lenses that you like flip onto each other. And he's like, oh, let's look at these blueprints and like flip 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 flip. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been nice. Let's talk about Can the, the airport the troll. Show, we... I want the rest of the show to just be as we're going flip 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 flip. That was really <laughs> that was really pleasing to listen to. Number one, number two, number one, <laughs> number two. <laughs> 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 Can I see my number two? 
Number three. Uh, they, they're really <laughs> close. <stressed> out. Yeah. <laughs> Could you just tell me which is better? You know the answer. It's written on the back of these things. Nope. 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 It's part of the process. Guess? Why is this a guessing game for me? You're the doctor. <laughs> it's a lie detector test. You just dilated my eyes. How can you possibly expect <laughs> me to know? Have you guys been to one of those eye doctors where they can just take a picture of your eye and know how bad it is? It's the best. It's, the it's best. incredible. What? They do that They don't now. have to dilate your eyes no more. No. Yeah. Wow. They can, yeah, and what, so, so they'll be like, they, they can, they'll like just take a laser or whatever and be like, oh, your eyes are this bad. And then they will go back and do the, is this better or this better so they can still earn the copay. But they already know the answer. They already know the wow. answer. And there's steam shooting out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, had you guys all seen Die Hard 2 before? No. I had. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, one of the things I liked about it is that I hadn't seen it before either. And it, it's, the, it's, so many action movie tropes that we see later that we had never seen before, like the plane that taxis for 45 minutes from Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did that first that, here. That runway must have been like 780 miles long. Yeah, right? They actually wait, passed wait. Reagan National while they were taxiing. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, have you guys never seen Die Hard 3 then? No. no. The hardest. Oh, hardest? I love Die Hard 3. I think What's it's, Die Hard 3? It's Die Hardest. It's Die Hard with a Vengeance. No, um, should be Die Hard. Yeah. But 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 Samuel L. Jackson is in it, and he's like the voice of reason for most of it, which is awesome. Oh, yeah, that's I good. think people. So I think people say one is the best and three is the second best, right? Yeah, yeah. One is yeah, so totally. good. Yeah, one was so good. Yeah. Um. So yours is not a very good sequel when you don't really show the human cost of what's going on. You know. Uh, <laughs> I think that the whole point of this was that there are thousands of people at this airport. And that their holidays are going to be ruined. So where were the crying kids? Where were the parents that were stressed out? They had to eat too many voucher-based meals at Chili's too. <laughs> Chili you know? harder. Ch- Chili's even more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chili's all the way. Yeah, it's just Chili's chillier. will be home for Christmas. Yeah. Chillier, right? Chili's actually. <laughs> but like you know, these people are stuck at the airport. They don't evacuate till like the end of the movie in a screaming, sprinting Stampede. herd. Yeah, it's really bad. Which reveals how slippery the airport floors are. Yeah, so they just wax like, that floor. Ah! A lot of people are falling down. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. But like you know, so much of the time is spent with uh, you know Fred Thompson and Bruce Willis, and they're like arguing about you know what's going to be better for the airport. But I want to know what's better for the Johnson family uh, with two point three kids, and they're headed to see Aunt Carol uh, in and California. all their luggage. Yeah. For some reason, they're all wearing flip flops. Four point yeah. seven <laughs> bags. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh but no baggage fees yet. I don't oh, think. you're right. Nope. This is pre baggage fees. Oh, they have so many bags. Fees. Yeah. Oh, well, they're man. all checked at the Skycap. Oh shit! Oh wow. Yeah, every world. one of those yeah. bags, um, though, just they, they were carrying empty bags just to be like, guys, in the future, you won't even be able to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I think there's a big issue, though. Um, and, and so, so Hans Gruber is like the best villain ever. Uh, yeah, also and, composed and, the and, music to uh, Star Wars, I think. <laughs> I think Batman's oh, way he composed yeah, the music, too. He sounds like he made a Christmas village out of gingerbread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hans Gruber is a great um, bad guy, though, and he's, he's disappeared in this. I don't know why they didn't bring him back. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. Um, <laughs> Wait, didn't he die at the end of Die Hard? Yeah, that was yeah, very yeah. hard. Pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> pretty, pretty, uh, he was I mean, the not as hard as hard. two, but... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just I feel like I, what would you guys do? What would you guys do to, to Colonel Sweaty in order to make him better? Oh, put on some pants while he does his morning stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no, put on some tops, but not pants. Oh no, no Porky oh, Pig no! workout. <laughs> yeah, nobody. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. 
Um, yeah, and you get the machines bonus. way too sweaty at the gym. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I, oh, man, what do we add to this? I feel like, I feel like everybody oh, you know, really did a good job this time. Everybody, you know, played their best. I disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the thing that I love about Hans Gruber is he's continental. You know, he, he's got culture. He's got, he's got class and prestige. I would have liked Colonel Stewart to be more like, cause basically he's just like a stern, sweaty look. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a lot of personality. I'd like him, for, for, you know, to be like, like inexplicably obsessed with like singing songs from the music man. Like during his evil plots, oh yeah, or, like or doing something else like menacing that, like you know, one of those things that could be cheerful, but because he's crazy looking, it just crazy menacing. Just, just give trouble give with a capital pork. T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> you want him to have some scenery to chew, basically. Yeah, you know, was, you know, give it, give him, give him some yeah. quirk, some zazzle. You know, I, I can see that. But you know what's nice about this though? They did say terrorists like the whole time, even though like they're like, you know, oh yeah. These are, these are some, 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 you know, just good old American terrorists. Well, nice. can, can you guys remind me? I'm sure they said it in the movie, but why was he doing this? Uh, because they money. were, yeah. So when they were down doing ops in Honduras, this local general had paid them off and said, hey, you, I'm going to get arrested, but if you free me, you're going to get a ton of money. And so all these guys who were in this squad bided their time and waited until the general was captured. And then their job is to prevent him from standing trial in the U.S. and go to a country with no extradition. But also, this is such a bullshit way to approach getting somebody off a plane and onto another plane. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like, buy a ticket to somewhere else if you want to go somewhere else. Is exactly. <laughs> or didn't, yeah, like, why executive didn't they just call decision do this better? <laughs> or, like, there were some others where, like, you could transfer mid in the air to another plane. Uh, yeah, yeah get one of those like... planes where it has, like, the, the dick that hangs down, and then it, like... Attaches to the other plane. Enters the other, yeah. And then instead of fuel, you just shoot a general through that tube, and yeah. you are good to go, my man. New pilot. Um, new pilot. Well, but I, yeah, you know what? It's crazy, because he kills the pilots on his own. Yeah. The general is Because he can fly a plane. Go fly that plane anywhere else. Well, it doesn't no. have a lot of fuel. Uh, and the, and the, there's still like that grenade-sized hole in the... Um, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a whole. Okay, so in the landed at Reagan National. They're not expecting you there. <laughs> nobody's and nobody really knows that place exists. Yeah, apparently. nobody's ever heard of it. <laughs> I just feel like this is like, well, we need to rob this bank, so we'll blow up all the buildings surrounding the bank, so we have a clear path. It like, is too what? clever by half. <laughs> yeah, it's it's far too elaborate. Yeah, overthought. And just like you're just telling everyone yeah. exactly what. You but have you to have do. those it's guns silly. with blanks, Tanya, with the red tape or the blue tape, like. What else are you gonna yeah. do with this? You have- <laughs> don't also, mix them that up. was so subtle. <laughs> Nobody would have ever figured out your clever plan. Wait, the blanks are in the blue clips and the, the blue hot for blank rounds. Uh, red for dead. People- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red for red dead. For- also, that does. You know, they so had much- to have a mnemonic. That's a, that's another thing I'd like you to touch on in your locker room speech. As you guys had that great color system, it was so easy to remember. Yeah, Even Simpkins could follow it with that yeah. electrical tape on your machine guns to differentiate, and that's that's important planning because otherwise you accidentally shoot your buddy, and we don't want that. Yeah, here. and you know what yeah. you guys did? So None of you shot a buddy, and that's important. That's right. And red, <laughs> blue, not red, green, because some people are colorblind. Oh right. yeah, yeah. That's right. They were sensitive to a lot of different inter- interests there. Mm-hmm. I think craft night and the improv classes really paid off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah strong time together. I think you're like, yeah. yeah, your group mind is really developed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, didn't they also time. like a bunch of them get killed in the in the church? Or not in the no, church? Before nobody the church. got killed in the church. Oh, outside yeah. the church, some guy got stabbed with ice. Well, oh yeah, a guy got an oh. icicle stabbed through his eye. His eye. Who could have seen that coming? Right. 
Hey! <laughs> also, no, but a couple guys died in the airport, or like a bunch of guys. All the guys who were dressed as painters and stuff. Yeah. 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 Those got killed by Bruce Willis, who was jumping through the air and going, ah! Yeah, <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to do it like you kind of don't want to be doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Michael Jordan's tongue sticking out. Yeah. It's, like, it's just extra. Look, I could be more graceful, but I don't have to be because I'm the best there ever was. Yeah. Uh, yours is not a very good sequel when you don't have good, uh, when you're not a good boss, essentially. Ooh, I'm referring to the boss. police captain who seems like the worst. No, Fred Thompson seems fine. He has yeah. the respect of the people below him. He's, he's all right. But yeah, police f- captain. Former Attorney General of New York, Fred Thompson. Yeah. But this police captain guy. He he can you can tell he is a dick to work for. Like he's having a conversation with Bruce Willis. A lady walks in with papers just long enough for this guy to be like, "Not now, get out of here!" And she has to just turn around. What if she really needed those signs? There was no effort to like build bridges or or do any mm. sort of understanding. There. It's it's actually interesting because I think this movie is like whether it's aware of it or not is just all about like um like hierarchies and like uh and like the workplace. Yeah, no, like, this is definitely a workplace drama. The other yeah. one took place at a party, so it was very different. Yeah, it's how to throw a good party. It was this more of a party dynamics. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is management skills. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, because like, I mean, here's the thing: like, uh, like, like, no one can recognize that like you know, McLean has like good ideas. And, yeah, like, exactly. Like, all, right, all these like authority figures like think he's like like no, you guys don't understand what's going on. And he's like, ah, shut up, you, you don't live here. Yeah. Uh, and then like he has to diehard everyone. Uh, you know, right. Exactly. Own. What uh, what the airport needed and what the p- DC police needed was a, more of a culture of innovation. Yeah, they need open to uh, yeah, you know, a great idea can come from anywhere. From, so maybe exactly. they should take the improv classes the bad guys are taking to really exactly. Think about yeah, they, now you get it. You got to do more trust falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The problem with the bad guys doing trust falls is that like half the time you'd like the guy would catch you and then slit your throat anyway because you weren't. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, I wish you'd been trust falls with us earlier. Otherwise, <laughs> we'd have to do this. Yeah. Uh, now <laughs> I gotta do this. <laughs> that was such a dramatic way to murder him too. Like there are a lot of opportunities that could have killed him earlier. You could have just yeah. shot him in the head. Yeah. yeah. No, he had to wait yeah, until the middle of the conversation, and then you he slit his throat in the back of his van. So it's like well, he's just bleeding all over your beautiful white snowsuit. Uniforms. I know. Also, they were all dressed in all powder white. Yeah, because like, it's snowy out. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, somewhere with a black light, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there's there's got to be one messy eater there, though, right? Where it's just like the spaghetti sauce on it. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Simpkins. <laughs> oh, Simpkins. Yeah, Simpkins, spaghetti you all your Simpkins throw. again. You're covered in soy sauce. You look ridiculous. Haters, haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate People often ask us, does Santa come to Meatburg? Let me tell you a story about that. I remember it like it was yesterday. Because, well, it just happened yesterday. A light snow was falling on Meatburg. In the rec room of their house on Charcuterie Boulevard, two boys were playing their ancient PlayStation 3. Jeffrey paused the game and looked at his brother. Hey, Mark. I think we need to talk. I know Santa isn't real. Yeah, sure you do. No, seriously. I got a sample of Mom's handwriting from the note she wrote to my choir teacher, and I compared it to the cards under the tree claiming to be from Santa. Wow. Oh, okay, well, of course you did, Sherlock. What does that prove? They're the same. It's the same handwriting. Okay, yeah, sure. So you're right. I knew that all along. I was in on it. You know, the, the adults made up Santa. 
And uh, what's even worse than that is they lied to us and never even mentioned Killy the Christmas Demon. Yeah, those jerks. Wait, what? Killy? Who? Killy the Christmas Demon, you know, horns on his head, fingers made out of razor blades, kidnaps bad children and eats them while they're still breathing. He eats them? He eats the children? feet first. Oh my gosh, I don't want Killy the Christmas Demon to eat me. If you annoy him, you're just gone. He just snatches you in the night. That's it. No, and my feet first. Yeah, it's like like he also he really hates kids who use other kids' towels after they take baths. That'll he'll just take you. I mean, I've done that a couple times. Uh, really? Not that you need to know about it. Ha- have you? I had no idea. Only a couple times, but my towel was dirty because somebody threw it in the trash, and I was all wet, and there was nothing else I could have done. You won't tell Killy, will you, Mark? No, I won't tell him, you know. I'm no snitch, but it doesn't matter anyway. Killy can see everything you do, even when he's <gasps> sleeping or busy kidnapping other children or chopping them up to make a barbaric version of, like, shepherd's pie for a potluck holiday with his demon friends. Even then, he's still watching you. Oh, man, jeez. I'll never do that again. Good, good. He also hates when you snore. But, but Mark, that happens when I sleep. I can't even help it. You, know, you better try, because it really drives him crazy. Well, what about you? Don't you snore? You're a kid. Probably, but it doesn't matter. I'm like 10. He doesn't like the way 10-year-olds taste, so I don't have to worry about it. Oh, man, what do I do? That's two more years. Uh, Does he have a weakness? Well, he's got... um, He's got really bad uh, vertigo, you know? So, like, if you volunteer to wash my clothes, probably the vibrations from Uh the washing machine will keep him away. Now, Mark thought he tricked his brother, but Jeffrey was no fool. Wait, how do I know you're not lying to me to get me to do your laundry? Do you have a handwriting sample for Killy? Hey, you remember Greg from school? Yeah, my buddy Greg. He moved to Michigan. No, he didn't. He moved to Killy's torture prison. He's (gasps) dead now. Oh, no, Greg! Yeah, he ate his cereal too loud while his brother was trying to, like, finish his homework, you know? (laughs) Killy hates that. Oh, Greg, why did you do it? Oh, man! Killy tied him up, took him away. No, Killy! It wasn't his fault! Some people are just loud chewers! And then Killy married him in vinegar and lemon juice and salt, so, like, all the cuts from his razor hands really burned? Greg, no! You should have just done your brother's laundry, Greg! It's not that hard! What is going on in here? Jeffrey, why are you yelling? Uh, uh, it's nothing, Mom. Don't worry about it. We're, we're fine. No, Mom, uh, just... Mark was just telling me about Killy the Christmas Demon. Shh, don't say his name. <gasps> what? We never talk about Killy in this family. Not after what happened to your sister. <gasps> we Killy's had a sister? Real? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. Her name was Barb. Now, I won't have any more of this talk. Not in this house. You both better go do the dishes so Killy doesn't barbecue you and feed you to his pet tigers. Come on, Mark, let's go! Oh, gosh! They wouldn't realize it for many years, but Big Mark and little Jeffrey learned a valuable lesson that day. The true meaning of Christmas is manipulating your kids so they'll behave better. But what nobody realized then, not even Mom, is that they weren't lying. What? Killy the Christmas Demon. He's real! And if you don't donate to the podcast by going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies, I'll come for you. I'll cut you up with my razor fingers. I'll, I'll braise you in a nice wine sauce. And I'll, I'll, oh, I swear to Jesus God, I'll... Jesus Christ. Come on, Killy. Uh, sorry. Move over. I like to be player one. Of course you do, Killy. Meatbuddies, 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 meatbuddies.
buddies, meet buddies, meet buddies. Uh, all right, you guys, it's time to play top five. Top five. Our top li- five. Our lightning top bonus five. round game uh, of questions yeah. and philosophical musings from you, the listeners. Uh, you can play on Twitter at read underscore weep or on Facebook dot com slash read and weep um i'm actually going to start with my own question for you guys right now we did make this as our holiday movie mm. um let's do one change to make it more holiday-esque it was a little light on christmas or mm. any other holiday even though it technically happened on that the night before Ooh, ooh, i got it i got it go for so it. the uh, how about the tape on uh like on their like mags i guess is now yeah. red and white instead of just red Oh, okay. So like, yeah. So yeah. Like striped, yeah, like, like a candy, candy cane. More candy yeah. So the ones that are yeah. dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I have a great change. I love it. Instead okay. of it being General Esperanza, it is Santa Claus that they're freeing from the plane <laughs> and taking to the North Pole because there's oh, no extradition shit. on the North Pole. I'll do you one better. <laughs> Die hard as a Christmas tree. Oh. <laughs> also, this takes place at Newark because that's an even worse airport and more holiday stress is more holiday fun, if you know what I mean. Slightly more. I was actually going to say uh, Santa, too, but instead of making it the terrorist, I was going to say that weirdo li- who lives in the basement who keeps helping Die Hard out, that guy's actually oh, yeah. Santa. How about just everyone's oh. Santa? <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little too much. Everything is Santa's. Like, like <laughs> the guy in the basement pulls off his mask and he's Santa, and then like the bad guy pulls off his mask and he's Santa, and then the general is yeah, also Santa, and then Die, and die Hard, wait Die Hard, who is a buff Christmas tree, goes, wait, there are too many Santas, and then all of them just like twinkle in their eye, go Christmas magic, and then his wife, and then, is, on the phone and then and his wife is also Santa, and yeah. the phone is also Santa, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fred Thompson like, is a reindeer. Ooh, hold me closer. I'm Randy Santa. <laughs> Wait, he's Randy hold Santa? Hold me closer, Randy Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we talk about Randy Santa some more? Similarly, Nikki on Facebook asked us, uh, how does this movie help celebrate Christmas? Because we're halfway through December and I'm not sure I'm doing it right. Not enough bears. <laughs> True, Nikki. You do need at least a couple bears. That's an important part of Christmas, but not the only part. There's also that great no, the Christmas tr- tradition. Ezra, what was that great Christmas tradition that we all know? Uh, I think it was snow machines, right? Yeah, snow and machines. Wrestling. It was wrestling mooses. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I remember now. That's yeah, really and, important. You know, uh, he wrestled a guy who could have been named Moose on, on a wing of an airplane. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, anytime you're on the wing of an airplane, you are participating in Christmas correctly. Um, yes. But it's not the only way, because there's that great tradition. Tiny, weren't you just telling me of that thing you d- used to do as a kid to celebrate Christmas? Strapping raw meat to my body and running through a field? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cuter when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's harder to run. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, uh, what's your favorite part of Christmas every year? Like, you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do. Well, the first thing I do is I go and take a leak, but because it's Christmas, I'm also <laughs> marking my territory. And that's the first thing the terrorists do at the church is they all mark the corners of their territory so that the other bears know not to cross the line or else they're going to get wrestled. There you go, Nikki. That's how you can keep Christmas in your heart. Ooh, also, also, you get a uh, a bow tie and a cravat and you and you give it to like your nearest uh, bear, right? Right, yeah. a bow tie and a cravat, because they want to choose. Because you know? t- tie goes to the bear. <laughs> I think it's important that you remember, though, that you, you don't have to actually go directly to the bear. There are a lot of great charities out there that'll collect yeah. t- bow ties and cravats around the holiday <laughs> season. 
to donate and sometimes to even better to donate meat. money instead of you know because like true. it's not the most efficient thing to just store perishable cravats and bow ties uh, right. at the holidays and also right. like so the, a lot of grizzly bears already have like too many cravats but what they really need is like some soup and so you give them money <laughs> and they eat soup. yeah they probably need extenders for their bow ties and cravats because they have PNT off the charts. Huge yeah. necks. Just Huge necks. Yeah, uh, horse-like necks. Also, okay, so question number two at Whamcocker. <laughs> Whamcocker oh, on uh, Twitter asks, what's the ridiculous Die Hard sequel title for your life? So it's not Die Hard 2 colon Die Harder. What is your life called in the in the sequel? I, uh, so like, I guess I mine, would be like, mine would be like Run Slow 2 run slower uh, oh okay okay now i get it sorry i thought you were asking us to come up with new diehard tags i think this is the way this is a little like it was a little confusing but i knew i liked it so i just this is how i've cho- i'm choosing to so play. this is like like need sleep two, need sleeper yeah i'd say too many christmas cookies too with a vengeance <laughs> mm. three Oh, three. Yeah. No, two, that, that checks out too so, <laughs> the second one would be too many christmas cookies too cookie harder <laughs> yeah Christmas cookier. Yeah. That's right. Christmas cookie. Oh man, I eat so eat, many cookies. Eat sandwich two. Eat sandwiches. <laughs> oh yeah. I think Just it would keep be challenging yourself. Sandwich man. free or die hard. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is actually kind of related. Uh, number three. We've we talked about this a little bit before too, but people really wanted to talk about the name. At Magic Dart says, I know you're a fan of Bud the Chud, but isn't isn't something two colon something something or just the best sequel meme and uh i I think no the best sequel meme meme is chipmunk puns from the alvin and the chipmunks like chipwrecked and road chip and the squeakle um yeah but this is pretty good my all-purpose one is still back in the habit which i enjoy that yes the squeakle is my go-to yeah and bud the chud i also although i would enjoy star wars 7 star warrior yeah or Star Wars 7. Everybody mambo! <laughs> I don't uh, know. Star Wars 7, The Streets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if every sequel, they just had to go to a dance competition. Well, yeah, I'd be I pretty down. That's the other. I do, that's my other favorite meme is that it, everything should be two, The Streets, and 3D. I think those are the best. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, number 30 should be XXL. Yeah, XXL Ooh. is a good one. The other, oh, I also love Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Oh, Tokyo Drift. Star Wars 7, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yes! <laughs> dun, da, 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 dun, dun, da, 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 dun. Oh, those teriyaki boys will always live in my heart. <laughs> my other favorite sequel meme is just when the number increases. I've said this before, but like 101 Dalmatians to 102 Dalmatians. Yeah. Sure. But you just need to have a number in the title. Um, yeah. 102 Dalmatians is really like most of the litter died. Because, <laughs> like, you don't usually get dogs one at a time like that. It's true. Yeah, no. Uh, oh, right. That's rough. I, I assume just one had kids, though. I thought it was just going the other. Oh, but you're still saying, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got you. I think, yeah, that's yeah. a sad There's no way around this. There's yeah. no way around this. They died. All right, it's true. The only way out is through. <laughs> uh, also, uh, at Kajin boyfriend says, uh, "Would you or would you not rather it was titled Eat Shit and Die Harder, uh, <laughs> which is pretty good. Eat Shit and Die Hard, that's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, well played. Like Live Twitter Free or Die Hard is really a good one. I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, it's Die Hard Six, Die Angle Harder, Die Angle Hard. Nope. What? Huh. Nope. Like diagonal. Like di- di- 
Diagonal. Oh, that's uh, like diagonal. Is that a? I'm bad at talking. This isn't Di- working. Is Fail. Top five. <laughs> let's, even though Top we're on the ground, five, let's pull the escape hatch chair. Yes. <laughs> the escape hatch chair. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's another hate. So the chair launches up in little like rocket ejecty things, and that's yeah. great. But the what, by the time he lands. The seat is no more, and he is magically strapped into the parachute directly with a harness. That's true. The chair just goes away. It's a great seat. It, it's a. It's like those sponges that turn into dinosaurs. It's like the chair gets mm-hmm. wet and then turns into a parachute. Yeah. Before I was holding a pill, but now I have a soggy sponge dinosaur. It's magic. It's magic. Sponge. What do I do with this? Oh, its head came off. Yeah. That's the best commercial for those I've ever heard. <laughs> Are you looking for a good time? I had this pill, but now I have a sucky dinosaur. The head's gone. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Also, did anyone else ever find that, like, when you put those in water, the pill, like, stays surprisingly rigid, and you really end up, like, tearing it open out of, like, Oh, like, I always impatience? popped the capsule first and just tossed the I little... thought we were supposed to eat just... those. What? <laughs> Alex is 30% sponge dinosaurs at this point. Yeah. He's been oh, taking no. his quote unquote vitamins for years. <laughs> Why am I so bloated? <laughs> Why am I shaped like a sponge dinosaur? Brought to you by Sponge Towels and Sponge Towels Ultra. When I'm when I'm dry, I look like a like a just kind of like a frumpy dude, but when I get wet, I look like a giant sponge dinosaur. You just see it, it just <laughs> kind of expands cool. to it. Uh, well, that's f- somebody I'd watch do some naked karate. <laughs> question number four. I don't know. At Silkskin and Anna Chandler both asked the same question. What is the hardest way to die? Huh. Uh, I'm going to say standing up on a hammock. Oh, yeah. That, that seems hard. It's real tricky. Um, although pretty quick because you'll probably or fall off in pretty the, quick. the backseat of a Volkswagen? Oh, very safe. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hard. <laughs> I think being diehard is a hard way to die because you can't. He's invincible no matter what he does. He does a lot of reckless shit. People go to shoot at him and then they're like, "Ah, I'm just going to shoot the wall next to you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's he's pretty hard to kill. I'm tempted to say something like time travel accident because then first you have to make a time machine. You have to invent time travel. What about like getting crushed by a diamond? Oh. Oh, yeah. Hardest substance. Very good. And also probably hard to find a diamond that big. Yeah, right, yeah. You, you managed to find the Hope Diamond and then yeah. crush yourself with it. It's kind so of bad luck hard. if you actually found the Hope Diamond. Maybe that's part yeah. of the curse. Hmm. I bet, probably. I mean, like, that probably happened, like, uh, by to, like, some, like, crab or something on the bottom uh, after Titanic, where just, like, she you know, flings the, the diamond off, and it's like, this crab just, like, gets diehearted. Yeah. Oh, man. And now Titanic the... 2, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah, and now the diamond has tasted blood. <laughs> <You'll never laughs> <stop. laughs> it's got a taste for blood. <laughs> yeah. like Crab your, legs. <laughs> your finish for that was just inhaling. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> tasted blood. You guys know what that means, right? Flip, it's going to kill again. Flip, 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 yeah. flip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question number five. Stephen asked on Facebook, how would you fail to survive if you were part of an elite mercenary group carrying out a well-planned terrorist att- operation that John McClane just happened to be in the vicinity of? Oh, I'd be new to the group. I'd be the guy who gets his throat cut. <laughs> You're like, I love teams. Oh, no. I do love teams. Like, hey, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be new to this team. Uh, you know, you had me through the church. I really feel like I'm fitting in. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm just so excited to be at this holiday party in the back of a van after we just shot a bunch of people. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is I like you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the worst I feel so sad for you. Is that he like called his girlfriend a couple hours ago and was like, honey, I really think that this is just working. You know, I feel like you guys really accept me. You know, I've traveled. I've been like kicked out of a lot of platoons. I've really found my people. But these guys just seem cool, you know? Yeah. Like, like I, I, the scene I want to see is like right before, like right before he gets his throat. It's like, I was like, oh wait, sorry. I know he has something to say, but but, but wait, I have friendship bracelets for every one of you first. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, that guy's having the worst day. <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? Um, um, I wouldn't throw the grenade very good. Yeah, you would bounce back, yeah. land at your feet. Yeah. yeah you'd be off, like, oh, I only have seven more minutes before rim. this thing explodes. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then you'd be like, oh, but I'm just so tired. I don't want to run now. Oh, man. I'm really missing my sitcoms. <laughs> I um, I, I think... Go ahead. Okay, so you know, like, the, they, they kill, like, that, that old, like, church caretaker, mm-hmm. um, like, right at the beginning. Yeah. But they have, like, a... So they're waiting for, like, a good line, basically, I think, to do it, because he's, like, he's, like, feels like, feels like part of me is dying also. And it's, it's like, you're right. And I think I'd just be, I'd be, like, I'd wait too long for him to say something that was like relevant for like a one line. Yeah. <laughs> so you wait and through then, like a lot of stories about like the cornices and like the restore, yeah, yeah, right. the so restoration I just, I, process that needs to happen. I'd be waiting for that, waiting for that one liner. I just, I die of boredom from his stories first. Oh. I think. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're like, yeah. when you said a little piece of him died, you're like, Oh, that's pretty good. But I wanted to say, that's a pretty good. But yeah. Is there better? Yeah. Well, I, th- I yeah, feel like we better. could, <laughs> we could get sassier with this. Keep talking. Stick <laughs> <laughs> What's the rush? I feel <laughs> like I would be one of the guys who was like, all right, your job is you're going to have a machine gun, but you're also going to be up on some scaffolding painting the roof of this new part of the airport. And then yeah. Die Hard just comes in and shoots me. And so, like, my last thought is, like, oh, I hate painting. Oh, corners are tricky. I thought I became part of an elite terrorist mercenary organization, so I wouldn't have to paint anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Painting my own yeah, See the world, they said. <laughs> Interesting things, I'm an they said. Terrorist, they said. See the world, they said. Never <laughs> paint the ceiling just kept again, they said. Houses. <laughs> <laughs> At least I feel like I'm really fitting in with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Their team building is second to none. It's really stellar. All right, you guys, that's the game of Top 5. Go to Facebook.com. Top 5. Slash Red and Weep or at Red and Weep on Twitter. Top 5. To submit your t- your philosophical questions, your uh, your games for us to play, your ideas, your just pointed yellings, whatever it is, uh, send it in <laughs> and we'll include it in the top five. Uh, now it's time for our minor compliment, the second half of your compliment sandwich, the only nice thing you'll have to say about Die Hard 2 for the rest of the day, at least. Uh, going reverse order, Tanya, you're up first. What is your minor compliment? Uh, I think my compliment is for women slash the 90s. Mm. Oh. I mean, so there are a lot of, of women that just get shooed. I know. A lot of women just get shooed out of rooms in this movie. Yeah. But the women on the plane, so Die Hard's wife and old lady next to Die Hard's wife. Oh, yeah. Just foul mouth grandma. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Miss, Mrs. Hard and old lady next to Mrs. Hard um, have some important roles to play. And I enjoyed I enjoyed uh, Mrs. Hard's outfit. In, I enjoyed well, I mean, her in an 90s hair. Subplot. Yes, right. Yeah. They Super important subplot. Role in a meaningless subplot. <laughs> But I, I liked how she, she was a straight talker and like she and the stewardess had like a moment where she was like telling the stewardess about this restraining order between her and this journalist and then the stewardess was like, you want some champagne? <laughs> yeah. And that was that guy's a dick. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. And then also old lady got to introduce Chekhov's taser. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> 
Also, she had a taser on an airplane because the 90s. 90s. Yeah. 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 How does that work? And there was also steam coming out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, continuing backwards, Ezra Rocket. How about what? you? No, I'm you were guest. first. I'm not even close to right. Chris? Yeah. Maybe you? Yeah, sure. Why not? I don't remember. Uh, so, it was almost an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, you know, we mentioned this before, but this movie has so many tropes that we've seen done in other movies That's again that. and again and again. Yeah. But I think this is this is the peak of Bruce Willis as like, not reluctant action here like Die Hard 1, but Die Hard 2 is like really owning the role. So when he flies through the air, he's screaming in a, in a manful way like, ah, and like with big eyes and occasionally he'll shoot stuff. He's still not good at shooting things. So like he has to shoot like eight shots just to hit anywhere near a bad guy. But at the same time, he just makes it look so good. He has the, the big eyes. I mean, almost the Michael Jordan tongue out. I mean, he really does set the mold for later Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, Jason Statham, so many of our, our wonderful action stars that we have now. So uh, I totally you know, agree. Kudos. Although as a character thing, as a decision that Die Hard made in the movie, um, he, so he finds out that the, bad guy, the good guys were secretly using blanks and not actually trying to hurt yes. the bad guys. So he goes into the police force, and he's like, hey, I stole this gun from them. And he's like, I have to convince the police force that they are um, not actually using bad, blanks. Good guys. Yeah. So he decides to fire off a hundred blank rounds uh, like feet away from the the chief of police it's Mark, a bold like, choice pa- but it pays off powder burn is still a thing you know yeah there's so much yeah. like yeah, i feel oh, like that should have gone into the ceiling yeah the ceiling not, shot would have been better sure yeah. even still like a lot of ear damage for people and also you could just be like uh actually sir if you look at this it's just blanks in here very like yeah. other yeah. options you could use Yes. He's, uh, he's big on bombast, our, <laughs> our friend Die Hard. He doesn't have time for words. He's a man of action. Also, just picture that scene with a Christmas tree. I think you'll <laughs> like what you see. <laughs> picture that scene, but anyone was a woman who had a role. Uh, hmm. in cl- and, and those women are oh. all Santa Claus. But would we pay them like men? I think not. <laughs> the 90s. Why would we have to? Mm, the always. Yeah, the my, always yeah. my minor compliment is that I love swearing a lot of the time. Uh, and Die Hard is sort of famous for saying motherfucker, but I think that the way Die Hard says asshole in this movie is probably better than anybody in show business has ever said asshole. That's a tough uh, one to Could you describe off, that a little bit, little bit more? I, yeah. I wish I could. To pull off an and asshole. I can't do an impression of Die Hard, so I'm not going to do it. I just, I think this is going to be one of those things you just have to ruminate on, and next time you watch it, be like, huh, it is kind of cool the way he says asshole. Yeah, a lot of the swears we use now hadn't been invented yet, so asshole was like one that still carried a lot of cachet, and he says it like it has a lot what of meaning. Mean? Name three what swear modern words that day swears did we invent Chris? after the nineties? I am completely talking out of my ass. Oh. I don't know. Hole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, out of my asshole. No, but he does. He kind of gets squinty and whisper talks, and he's like asshole. Asshole. Like it's yeah. <laughs> out of context, that sounds insane. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Sounds like he just like finished smoking a cigarette and was like, asshole. <laughs> yeah. The new fragrance for me. Maybe I'll play I'm yeah. pick it up and play a clip from it because it was really fun. Uh, yeah, if yeah. you could set it to like some sort of jingle bell beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little like, asshole rock. Ding, 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 ding. Asshole, asshole, asshole. I don't know. Um, something like that, but then Santa's saying it. All right, Tanya, that leaves you. No, no I, shit. Again, was, with women and stuff. And we're taking a break taser. after this, man. It, it's been a lot of podcasts today. Ezra, uh, we're gonna, it's your turn. You're last. The end. Say a compliment, please. <laughs> Great. Flip, flip, um, flip, flip, flip. <laughs> so 
Uh, I mean, the, the 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 nice thing about the nice thing about the, like the strength about Die Hard is that he just goes into someone else's like you know perfectly like manicured plan and just 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 f's that s right up. And um, yeah, it's just it's really I think just a satisfying thing to have these sort of basically essentially he f's that like s all the way to H. <laughs> I mean, basically we have this is this is sort of like a it's like a, a clever guy's fantasy getting back at smart people. So like it's sort of like people who like studied. And like type A people, those are the planners. And like Colonel Stewart, sweaty guy, he worked really hard, two months of planning, and then like he's like just diehards, like he's like whatever, man. I'm like smarter than you, but I don't, I don't even have to study, and just gets to like just 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 be like a just a wrench in its in its machine, and it's just this, it's just kind of fun to see everything go to hell. This show, how. this show, this movie would be so much better if at the end of all this stuff, instead of hugging his wife in an emergency blanket, he just put on a backwards baseball cap and hopped on a skateboard and was like, see ya. <laughs> smell you later. <laughs> yeah, smell you later. <laughs> smell you later, terrorists. <laughs> Losers. Um, I mean, he, he does get to say, yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah. And then the plane blows sure up. He gets that. to so much as like he's legally required legally to. Legally required to. Yeah, okay. Also, yeah. he's um, covered in jet fuel when he sparks that lighter. That certainly would have made him the, catch I on think fire. the blood comes through bad. the jet fuel though um the, <laughs> yeah the other the other thing i was kind of wanted to point out is that so this 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 got dieharded eyes it wasn't actually written to be a diehard movie originally yeah, it was a book yeah, it was a novel adaptation yeah yeah, yeah. um and i love the idea like what what else would you guys diehard eyes um what novel would we diehard eyes Mm, yeah. The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. Oh shit! How does Die Hard uh, stop that girl's cancer? It's a yeah. Well, he just refuses to die. I think, and so <laughs> like even though he's like Aww. on the oxygen tube and stuff, he's is still this like, like a death becomes people. her thing because that seems really dark. Bruce Willis was in that, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he's totally in that. <laughs> oh, you guys Die had Hard such a good that? movie. Die Hard <laughs> was in that. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, I, I do like the Die Hard in Our Stars, or um, yeah, uh, the Fault in Our Stars too. Fault Heart Star? I can't do it. Um, I, I would take the notebook with Die Hard. Sure. Notebooker? So that Die Hard would fall in love with Ryan Gosling? What would happen there? Uh, Ooh, I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with Die that. Die Hard, well, I, I never mean, feel like you're a bird. I'm a bird, I'm a bird. Wait, and so wait, so then then old Die Hard is being read uh, like the notebook by James Gardner? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's really, really touching. Yeah. So touching. Um, I kind of want to see Die Hard join the Hunger Games. Oh shit! Because you can't kill him. <laughs> yeah, but oh like, and he like wouldn't show up for the first part, but then he just like come to the city and be like, mm, something seems wrong in District One. Yeah, back yeah. to baseball like, cap, skateboard. He, he's just he's, he's just, just, like, no, he's just having a nice his wife's plane inside the <laughs> Hunger Games arena. Yeah, just <laughs> arena. I, I feel like no snow is having like a series of conferences, and he just like comes in, just wanders in off the street. <laughs> oh my god, because it's at the Capitol, which is Washington D.C. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh fits shit. together seamlessly. Yes, <laughs> I am very smart. Ooh. Hashtag it's all one movie. <laughs> oh, and at the end, right before he kills the president, he's like, he's like. Let it snow. <laughs> and then bam. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. Man. And then he shoots like 18 blank rounds at Snow's face. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then he's secretly Santa. <laughs> Happy holidays, you guys. Yeah. America. That is it for our show. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. We're taking next week off 
for the holidays so we can uh, be with our families and our cookies and mm. try to be with the cookies we love at this time of year. <laughs> it's yeah. important to be with the cookies that we feel closest <laughs> to, you know? Um, anyway, and then the week that it comes back, we're going to be um, talking about... Uh, Man, it smells like murder up in here, uh, or whatever. That's murder called. smell, it, the mur- perfumery, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a perfume ad. It's just like, yeah, Whoa. obsession, obsession, murder by Calvin Klein. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's coming back next week. That's the book that Ezra didn't want to read because he really wanted to read Caliphate. So I, we don't know. We, we think we're wrong. But we don't know that you're right <laughs> yeah. yet. Ah, that's true. Well, Maybe 2016 will be about reading the flaps. What do you think, Ez? Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but the flaps. <laughs> so this was sponsored by Alexandria Savage, who says, ooh, I saw ooh. the movie version and want to find out if the novel is just as bizarre. Horror mixed with magical realism, mixed with making absolutely no sense, makes this seem like a perfect, uh, perfect option for you guys to sort out. So we're on the case, you guys. We're going to solve this murder smell perfume. Nice. Yeah, murder smell. And we'll find the name of it at some point. I don't... No, that's the one thing we won't do. Next, on Murder Smell. <laughs> oh, Murder She Smelt. Oh! But who dealt it? Oh. It was actually her, because he, she who Murder Smelt it, Murder Dealt it. I think. Oh, Murder Dealt it. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. That's all coming up next week. If you want to sponsor a topic, go to readthisweep.com, sign up on the mailing list, uh, or you can become a meat buddy for even just a dollar a month, and you can help support the show, uh, live in the world with Killy the Christmas Demon, uh, and he'll come to get you if you don't. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure this is the best way to get people to sign up, but we'll it's see. It's the holidays, guys. Yeah. That's what, that is the true meaning of Christmas, is to making up a character to get people to behave the way you want them to. Yeah. Welcome to the Macabre Days. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, so you can do that. Also, thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Oh yeah, at the Tanya Best. Jingle jangle. <laughs> at Ezra Fox, he's there. I'm not saying he'll talk. He'll respond to you. He's just never going to create new content there. And I'll, I'll be honest, I don't love it either. <laughs> Ooh, just to be clear. Whoa, just to be clear. Hate on right now. No, I just. I, here, here's the thing. I feel busy, and so like anything extra feels like an obligation. But it happens sometimes, right? So, so if you're listening out there, all you wonderful meat buddies, all you meat suits, uh, what Ezra is saying is that he considers you an obligation. No, no, no. I just I say if you really like me, don't talk to me. Is that fair? If you really like me, the biggest gift you can give me is your silence. (laughs) And there's no way to say this good as it. Come say hi. I love to talk. Talk, talk, talk. Also, if you you are listening to the show and you don't already subscribe to the Weekly Weep, our weekly email newsletter, please check that out. It is uh, so fun. We uh, do a lot of funny posts and talk about the upcoming shows and talk about stuff we recommend and stuff our fans do. And uh, it's a great time. So you can sign up for that at our website. Please do. All right, that's it. Uh, have a great holidays, everybody. Uh, yeah. Whichever Happy ones you're holidays. into, uh, whichever ones you're not into, find a, a find find something beautiful. I don't know. I'm sorry. I feel like I had to say something Whoa. more, and then I panicked. Um, no, find something good. beautiful and then I, ju- draw it like Jack draws Rose. Yeah. Goodbye. I just realized, uh, guys, that I just like buy myself like a, a visit by like three Twitter ghosts to like change my view on Twitter. <laughs> I midnight with three DMs. <laughs> Does that mean you're going to wake up and buy someone a Twitter goose? And what does that mean? Jacob Marley, I blocked you years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Little boy, little boy, could you go find me the biggest turkey gif on the corner? 
<laughs> emojis, emojis for everyone. Oh, it's gonna be a great holiday. Uh, God tweet us, everyone. All right. Next week, goodbye. Or two weeks, bye. Nothing from nothing, beat nothing.